0: and welcome to episode 157 of line of sight. My name is Jaden and I'm here with Brett. Hi. We
1: didn't Hi. start. <laughs> I don't know what? what you're talking about. We didn't start an hour late. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: No, definitely didn't. Not at all. Um Chandler is doing something. We don't actually know. Uh, yeah, yeah. apparently so...
1: you get family leave with this company. You don't get paid. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. You get you get family leave. Um which is the only way that I'm allowed to do this. So, uh, yeah, uh, we don't know where he's at, and uh, he'll be back next week, I hope. So, Because uh, it's been a while since it was just the three of us on a cast doing a thing. Yeah,
1: so, we, <laughs> so I keep joking about how we accidentally started a media empire. Uh, I didn't realize how many people we had brought on the line of sight until we were doing episodes again and again and again. It's almost February. It's almost done.
0: Hey, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: we didn't, uh, a, we didn't even do an MCP one.
0: No, because why would we? I you mean, you we don't play
1: ones. <laughs> yeah, but
0: we don't have anybody on our website that does MCP except for me. Mm. So would we just have interviewed me?
1: <laughs> you would have interviewed you. We would have just, Chandler and I would go to sleep.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been really boring. Anyway, um news, there's been a whole bunch of Warcaster insiders going over like the uh like the lore of the different factions and also like painting guides from what I understand. Yeah, I um, heard they're really good. I haven't read them. Yeah, they're 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 supposed to be quite excellent and I am looking forward to spending a few hours absorbing all of that goodness. Uh probably this weekend actually is the first time I'll have time for it, but um go check those out. Uh they've also got a whole bunch of like the uh miniatures that angel heraldas has been painting and i gotta say um the morning star is the the heavy for a uh iron star Alliance, right yep yeah uh the the photo for that is gorgeous <laughs> it looks so good
1: i i'm gonna have to start war- giving people the uh, infinity warning um the <laughs> models painted by uh angel <laughs> do not accurately represent how the models look in reality
0: right yeah it's that he just takes them to a, an alternative dimension and then brings yeah. them back all shiny and new I, um,
1: I, I think the forecaster models are good though
0: i think so too yeah, yeah. they're they're quite a bit chunkier than infinity models so yeah. a lot of the detail that he's painting on there is actually already on the mini and not just like him yeah, going hmm. cloth. Yeah. yeah basically um so those are those have been really excellent. Faye's also been doing some insiders about Monpok, and those have been cool too.
1: Yeah, as I, soon as we finished interviewing everyone about Monpok, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, by the way, here's a huge dynamic update."
0: <laughs> yep. Thanks. <laughs> um, Thanks, Privateer Press.
1: But it is cool. In even though my favorite monster is getting nerfed to hell because he deserved it, <laughs> um, uh, it's still uh, like it's still exciting. It makes I think it's going to make the game a lot better
0: overall. Yeah, we call this the Brett effect. Uh, basically, if you're playing the same thing as Brett, your thing's gonna get nerfed in the next year. Mm-hmm.
1: Enjoy it while it lasts.
0: Yeah, um, pretty much.
1: And they made uh, the building, the, the Shadow Sun building, way weaker, which isn't doesn't seem like that big of a deal, except it cuts an entire game out of the demo process. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because when you're when you're demoing the game. You don't think about putting buildings on your other side and the buildings then betraying you immediately, which is what the uh Shadow Sun building oh. does. Um, and so yeah, like the first time you find them in a tournament, you you want to throw something at your opponent. <laughs> so I, I mean sure, I made sure to, I would always do that as the last demo.
0: That's pretty smart. Uh also, cool. I'm glad that doesn't exist anymore. That sounds like a nightmare.
1: It it still exists, it's just not it's not nearly as good. <laughs>
0: I'll take it. That's yeah. that's as good as for me. Um, the retribution CID dropped since the last time we recorded an episode, I believe. Uh, nothing changed uh, I believe from I the fact. CID. So the, the the dynamic update dropped. Sorry, um, nothing changed. Like literally nothing changed that that I could tell. Which means that I get to now play Gareth One and Brawl Machine and laugh like a maniac even harder than I already was. Because uh, that caster is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. Brett. You'd like that caster.
1: Oh yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> There's like six red players in, in Dallas, so mm. I had I had to play against Gareth uh, one a lot.
0: Yeah, nice. And not
1: even not even when he was good.
0: Well, I mean, I think he was good in Brawl Machine before he got buffed. So I'm biased, but you're probably talking about 75 points because that's what most people are talking about when they talk about the game, huh? No,
1: I'm talking about Mark 2.
0: <laughs> oh, so 50 points? Yeah, it we was split the difference. Nice. Um. Yeah. But so, yeah. Yeah. Um. That that came out. Go ahead. I feel
1: like. Do you feel like red players are going to be as energized as Legion players? I feel like.
0: Hmm. I mean, I'm energized.
1: That's good. I feel like Legion was in a lot worse place before
0: the. Diango oh League. yeah, absolutely. Legion was in a terrifyingly bad place. Um, the only one worse than Legion maybe was Trolls prior to their update. Um. Yeah, no, I think the rep player base has a lot to look forward to. I've been, I mean, I've been energized enough that I'm writing War Machine articles again. Oh. Uh, yeah, I wrote two on the data released, and I'm in the middle of a third one. And I'm just kind of going over the changes and being like, would I play this model? Um, the answer cool. so far has mostly been yes. So that's been kind of neat. Um, I also absolutely adore my retribution scheme. I just straight up stole the Empyrean uh, color scheme from Jordan before he left and have been using it shamelessly ever since. So yeah. Um other war machine news, I think that's about it other than what we're talking about today. Uh yeah, I think so. Um line of sight news, keep your eyes peeled for fallen corvus update number one, which is gonna be coming out either next week or the week after that. Uh notable changes include uh four new factions being added. Um, the entire horde side of things. Uh well not the entire thing, but the four main ones. Um, Narrative trees for each one divinity trees uh, That you can that you can subscribe to and convert your your warband to uh, And I'm hoping for a six scenario mini campaign as well
1: mm-hmm. And so these these narrative trees these are Kind of the equivalent they're not quite theme forces, but they're kind of like a way to theme your leader and build them in a Certain direction.
0: Yeah, your leader and your warband you want me to just go over one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just give us an example okay.
0: Hold on, let me, let me just pull that up real fast, because I wasn't expecting per- to do that. Probably one um, that
1: you haven't already revealed to everyone because you were excited about.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've been excited about a lot of them. And Okay, to be <laughs> fair, not everybody is in our Discord in the Fallen Corvus section. So That's true. That's true. So I think I'm still going to talk about the Protectorate one, because it's the coolest. <laughs> or okay maybe i'll maybe i'll talk about two cuz actually there's two really important kinds of of yeah. narrative trees so let me okay so this is way of the storm this is a signar one um and the basically the way this works is at the beginning of the game before you play any any scenarios at all you get to choose a narrative path for your warband if you want to i don't know why you wouldn't maybe you just hate both of the ones i made for you but i am planning on adding more as as we go along it's just not you know, two at the beginning is plenty. So Way of the Storm says your leader model, or actually all the leader models in your warband, gain Electroleap on either their melee or range weapons. So you have to choose one. And then all of your henchmen gain Grounded, which says that a model cannot be arced to by Electroleap or Lightning Generator if they have Grounded. Which is like this sweet little benefit. Like imagine giving, I don't know, a gun mage uh, Electroleap on its pistols except for you can never leap to your own models so you can only hurt enemies feels pretty sweet to me
1: can you leap from your models uh
0: at the moment it looks like it (laughs) i don't know why you'd want to shoot your own model though
1: i mean that's a classic war machine strategy
0: that's fair um so when you get to the first mid-game scenario you get to choose an upgrade And there's two of them. So there's Wrath of the Tempest and Eye of the Hurricane. Wrath of the Tempest is like the punchy, punchy, hit-you-harder one. So basically what it says is attacks made by models in this warband gain the static attractor special rule. Also, I'm making up a bunch of rules, so it's super fun. (laughs) Um, So static attractor says when a model is hit by a weapon with static attractor, range attacks with the electrical damage type targeting the model that was hit gain plus four range until the end of the round. Also... When checking to see if, if uh, lightning can arc to it from electro leaps and lightning generator, you can be arc to from six inches away instead of four inches. So, you know, uh, if you've got electrical type guns, you can, uh, like, punch somebody and then you get longer range on them, um, which is pretty sweet. Or you can shoot them with something else and then give your other guns, like, longer range. Um which is also pretty sweet. And then the secondary benefit is your melee attacks made by leader models gain critical smite, which. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that seems relevant.
0: I mean, it's a critical ability, but leaders do have the option to boost. So, and there are some infernal contracts that give you fully boosted attack rolls. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) come up the other, the other,
1: I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that's actually really good.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, the other one, oh yeah, and also, um, I've added falling to the game instead of just like somebody was like, "What happens if I thunderbolt somebody off of a building?" And I was like, "You just take a jump check," and they're like, "That's really lame." And I especially, went,
1: especially because in um, War Machine proper, falling is death.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we're not using the falling rules in War Machine. They're they're slightly, significantly less punitive than that, um, but yeah. So the other option is I have the Hurricane, which basically says if a warrior, it's the defensive one. It says if a warrior model in this warband will be damaged by a ranged attack, reduce the damage to one. Which is a really, really strong ability, but it's also super situational. Um, the other thing it does is it gives everything in the warband the burst of flight special rule, which is basically a mini feat that says you gain flight during your activation. And you have a so, remodel? Yuck. I mean, there's five, Brett.
1: Speak for yourself. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's Signar. Their models are expensive. That's true. (laughs) Unless you just go like, I'm playing 10 sword knights, which you also can't do because they got a point more expensive. So, um, yeah. So this is one of the narrative paths where what you choose in the mid game also determines what you get in the late game. They're not all like this, but I wanted to to show the one off that did. Um, So when you get to the first late game scenario, if you went Wrath of the Tempest, you get the voltage incarnate. Uh, pathway, which gives everybody in your warband immunity, electricity, and plasma nimbus while within their leader's command range.
1: Oh my God, plasma nimbus is so dumb in, the, in Paul Corpus.
0: Yes, but it's a late game ability, and uh, and so everything better be dumb. <laughs> yeah, everything's pretty dumb. Also, uh, everything in the warband gains charged up, which basically says it's it's a mini feat that gives them rapid strike. So, you know, you're in late game now. Everybody's got dumb crap. Um, your models hit really, really hard. Go, Signar. Um, the other version is, if you went Eye of the Hurricane, then you become you get with a Wind-Blessed uh, final path swing, which gives everything in your warband, you always get cover from non-range, or non-spray range attacks, just like always, no matter what. Uh, and also, leader models in this warband gain Magic Ability 7, and the Wind Wall Star Action, and the Force Hammer Star Attack. I may or may not have been seriously inspired by the Stormlight Archive for that one. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, I see it. Now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's what Kaladin gets to do, right? Like yeah. oh. he's got cover, like he can redirect arrows. He's got cover and then he can also smash people around oh. with the wind. It's like, oh. yes, or with lashing. Um, so that, that's, that's, one. that's one of the locked ones where basically what you choose mid game determines what you get late game. But they're not all like that. I can't uh,
1: back up a step and talk about what the purpose of uh, these. Um, oh, narrative. sure. So the idea... Is, so one the dream in Fallen Corvus is that we want you to end up creating whatever model you want, like you see in War Machine. So we want you to be able to turn your leader into, you know, a Storm Knight, into um, a Gun Mage, into a Lightning Adept. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of the... Um, of the narrative path is to let you shape your leaders and your core band in that direction.
0: Yes. It's another dimension of like customizability that doesn't rely on you getting lucky with loot draws. Um, it's something you're guaranteed to get. It lets you plan your warband in advance because you know that those benefits are coming. So you can choose models at the beginning of the game and just be like, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is really, really cool. And I'm excited to see what people do with it. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: and, and, and I appreciate like, so I, I think random loot is always going to be in games, um, mm-hmm. but it's it sometimes leads to silliness or like kind of frustration, and so mm-hmm. I think having having something parallel to that is really important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm going to just talk about like one that's not locked so people can see what the difference is more or less there. Should I do the, the, the Greylord one or the Minoth one?
1: Do the Minoth one. You love it.
0: I do love it. I also love the Gray Lord one, though. Oh,
1: then do that. I don't even know what
0: that. One okay, is. I'll do the. Okay, cool. <laughs> then you'll get to you'll get to hear it and be uh, and be disgusted with me. So, <laughs> this is this is Gray Lord Cabal. This is a Kador one. At the beginning of the game, your henchman models all get Magic Ability five and Puppet Master. What? Yep. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> Say that. I want to play Kador now?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So uh, basically, like. The, the lore here is you're making a cabal of Greylord Arcanists, right? Like, And they're not getting a um, uh, blizzard. <laughs> they're not getting blizzard because that's boring as all heck if everything in your army is a cloud wall. Uh, the secondary ability is uh, Greylord models that were already Greylords gain the influence star attack. Interesting. And everything gets immunity cold. Okay. Okay. So, So, you you know,
1: spraying over each other. That's right. Yeah, you
0: start spraying over each other. Exactly. Yeah, you can like even if so, like, say you brought like a couple Manowar or not Manowar, um, Winterguard, they don't have immunity cold naturally, but now you can spray beacon over them. Right, Because you can target them with your own things, and it's like really synergistic and cool. Also, they now have Puppet Masters, so they can Puppet Master that spray before that spray happens. Or they can try and Puppet Master the opponent things, because you're going to have a trillion Puppet Masters, so just Puppet Master everything.
1: I like that it pushes you into an extremely uh, Kador-like army, where you mm-hmm. have a bunch of, bunch of cheap guys supporting your wizards.
0: Yep. Uh, so that's, that's just, you get that. And... A full-fledged campaign is going to have three or four early game scenarios, so you'll, that, that's what you'll be at for that time. When you get to the first mid-game scenario, you get either Frost-Rhymed or Orgoth Mysteries. Frost-Rhymed gives everything in your, mod, uh, in your warband Chiller. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Which one, Is Chiller the stationary one?
0: No, it's the oh. enemy models within two gets minus two death unless they have immunity cold. Yeah. So still it's crazy. still pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. The other thing is it is it gives your leader model a mini feat called Armor of Ice. Okay. And what Armor of Ice is, this is heavily inspired by a Dungeons and Dragons spell that I really like called Armor of Agathis. Basically what it says is while it, in the leader's command range, enemy models that damage a friendly model with a melee attack suffer 1 point of cold damage. Oh, that's <laughs> That
1: is much better in in Paul Corvus though.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so that's that's the armed one. Orgoth Mysteries is like, I'm leaning into the magic ability of this. So basically, you know how all the henchmen started with magic ability five? Mm-hmm. It gives them all plus one magic ability. So another magic ability six. It also gives them all uh, arcane bolt. Oh, cool. Yeah. So now now your 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 cabal has become more powerful as you've gotten better. Right. So now you have puppet master, you have arcane bolt and you're more magically adept. Mm hmm and then the leader models you get to choose one you get either brittle frost or hoarfrost
1: hoarfrost is the AoE crit freeze brittle frost
0: yep. is the the new spell that's like an armor debuff yeah it's it's on the colden lord and in addition to that the leader models also gain occult whisper's star action which is the zercova 2 spell that gives every spell an additional dice to hit <laughs> command range but mm. it's a star action so if that's what they're doing they're not doing anything else, and,
1: and they need high command, so they can't really be that cheap,
0: right? So it's this like, I love this one because it's like my cabal's getting stronger. We're uncovering more magical mysteries. The leaders are are you know expanding their magical talent, which is helping out the underlings underneath them. And the underlings um, are like, we'll help. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. And then so those so, are the two mid game oh, ones.
1: Oh, we're not Pardon even. I was going to say, this sounds like a ton of fun. We're not even late game.
0: No, we're not even late game. So then you get to enjoy these ones for like three or four missions, right? And I think, like, that's the point for me is like, I wanted you to have a really cool thing every three scenarios to like go, ooh, this is sweet. Um, The late game ones, there's two of these. And you can choose either one. You can mix and match on these. So one of them is called Winter of the Agents. um, And it gives everything in the army protection of the blizzard which says you cannot be targeted by attacks or charges from models that are more than six inches away
1: oh i hate you so much (laughs) (laughs) why are you like this (laughs)
0: uh because it sounded really cool also fallen corvus is played in such close quarters that really what this does is it just prevents you from doing across the board stuff yeah so it's cool. The second thing it does is it gives everybody in the army plus 1 damage on melee and range attacks against models without immunity cold. So, you know, you're the avatar of the blizzard now. You get to hurt things that aren't blizzardy. That's awesome. Yep. So that's that's the boring late game one.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the other one is called Relic Fused. Here's what it does. A leader model may spend 400 gold between games to gain the man in the machine special rule. Choose a rager, mad dog, or berserker. The leader model gains the damage grid, def, arm speed, and strength value of the chosen model, but retains its own mat rat in command. It gains a repairable special rule, and it may keep its own weapons or utilize the weapons of the chassis. The model fused with the war, with the warjack cannot be bloodied. When it is boxed, it is removed from the table, and a player must spend 200 gold to repair the warjack hull, and until it's repaired, the leader model may not be played. <laughs>
1: I so, did a good boost with leader stuff and focus. yeah oh, oh my god. Well, I
0: mean, Man of the Machine doesn't give you focus. It just makes you into a not warrior model, not Warjack.
1: Oh, oh. So it and there's no there's no like Warcaster controlling it.
0: Correct. You it makes you into mini Karchev.
1: Okay. You probably need a lie that it can't be Jack Marshalled.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, man in the machine prevents that, but yeah, I mean, I'll make it. I'll make it more. Oh, clear. if
1: it does, that's fine.
0: Yeah, uh, man in the machine says this model is not a warrior model, and this model is not a warjack, but it suffers damage oh, as if it was a warjack. Got it. Which is important because you have like thirty hit points now, yeah. and you take damage as <laughs> yeah, a warjack, a which cool. means that you take the full boosted charge attack and dice over dice over armor is yeah, what you take as damage. Yep. Also. It costs money to keep you running. It's like 30 gold between scenarios because you're a warjack now. Um, And all the henchmen in your army gain Mystic Repair, which is range 3 target-friendly warjack if the model's in range remove D3 damage from it. (laughs) Awesome. So, you know, you're super powerful. Like, imagine you went uh, Orgoth Mysteries and now you've got, like, a leader model that can cast Brittle Frost or use Occult Whispers. And then also is now in a warjack chassis and all of your like powerful henchmen have to occasionally like throw a repair spell at you to keep you up and functional as you cut through all of the enemies of the motherland
1: you're gonna have to allow us to buy warjack weapons too
0: okay (laughs) but you know so each faction is gonna get two of these um to start off with i'm Almost done with all the War Machine ones. I have concepts for all of almost all of the Hordes ones. I'm very, very excited about this. I think it's going to make the game extremely interesting or at least fun. I mean, fun. I'll take fun. Either way, I'm um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like reading through these things, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I want to try this out. I want to, I want to like play this a whole bunch more times and. And 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 do stuff. Uh, I will spoil just for fun that the protectorate one gives you the option in the mid-game to start blowing up buildings. Which is awesome. I love it. Yeah,
1: and it creates a rules mess that we're, <laughs> we're just not going to worry about.
0: No, because this is not War Machine. It doesn't have to be that tight. Anyway. What are we talking about today, Brett?
1: I don't know. What? Oh, oh, Chris Guard's the idea. I was still thinking about Fall Corpus.
0: I mean I am too and we'll have to do a Fallen Corvus cast when the update comes live but yeah. in, until then we're talking about the Crucible Guard CID because it's live and uh, there's a lot of changes and we're not going to talk about Lucas until the end so we're skipping right over that page
1: um, and so I feel like Crucible Guard was a fine faction but they weren't super interesting at the moment sure so I feel like the CID is is really going to reinvigorate them.
0: Yeah. Actually, you know what we should do first is we should talk about the Prima Materia benefit changes. Yeah. Because those are pretty huge. Um, let me pull those up because I want to make sure I don't get any of them wrong. Okay. Um, basically this is now the official Warjack theme of everything. Um yeah it's pretty insane um so cutting it, it gives you the following new things it gives everything warjacks and battle engines get cutting edge which is basically remove d3 damage points from each of them during the control phase and if you allocate a warjack with cutting edge one or more focus in its controller's command range important what? yep command oh range. i didn't catch that yep it is allocated an additional focus, so what this means is you can double down on warjacks. Uh, like if you allocate one focus out, then it can automatically get another focus, and so with just one focus, you can fully fuel a warjack if it's within whatever your command range is.
1: Yeah, so it's it's kind of like um, old witch Nemo three. Uh, what's oh what's yeah yeah
0: name the the Finch
1: Finch yeah
0: yep because
1: she uh, because yeah she does the same thing where she. Um, gives a focus when you allocate a focus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so this is like ridiculously efficient. Um, I think this is maybe the most focus efficient theme force in the game now? Oh, you're...
1: Oh. Okay, so this is going to happen a lot in the CID. You're forgetting about okay. um, Infernals. What, uh, Heart of Darkness.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Hearts of Darkness is, is better at this. Slightly. Um, slightly better. But yes, so this is a very, very, very strong benefit. Um, you auto repair uh, systems, and it happens during the control phase. So I believe you can still allocate if you like break a cortex and bring it back, right?
1: Don't, don't, don't ask me. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think that might be a thing that you can do, but you might want to check on the CIE rules forums yeah. to verify. <laughs> uh, if you can do that, it's really, really strong. Um, like having played a fair bit of Bones of Warbros, which is what this kind of reminds me of. And being classes. able to like yeah 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 and clockatrices being able to heal the spirit out of something that was broken and then be able to use them fully and normally is really good. Uh the other benefit this this gets for Prima Materia is it just puts death archons in the theme. Yeah. Which is relevant. <laughs> Which is relevant. Uh Crystal Guard doesn't really have a way to play two archons inside of theme up until this point. Now it's worth noting we don't know what the death archon's final rules are yet. So we're waiting for the next update because Hungerford said that they'll put them out in there. Uh, but presumably it'll be fine because it's an archon.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's, I mean, it'd have to be nerfed pretty heavily to not be good, right. considering where where it started.
0: Yeah, w- which was perfectly acceptable. So that's a big deal. This theme force is now suddenly very interesting to, to build in.
1: Which, and and honestly, that was one of the biggest problems with Gruesable Guard, is that they only had one theme
0: force. Yeah, well, especially since the Oblivion changes, because before the Oblivion changes, Prime Materia gave you extra deployment.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be good.
0: Yeah, it was good. And uh, this is also the theme force, by the way, that uh, all of your shield guard jacks get to double shield guard. So...
1: They only have one shield guard, right?
0: Yeah, I guess they don't do all Because I thought it specifically said Vanguard. Okay, it might just be Vanguard. Yeah, so the Vanguard gets to... Double shield guard in this theme force, which is a very strong ability. Um,
1: vanguards are insane.
0: Vanguards are very good. Yep. So I think this is a big change that's gonna really reinvigorate the way that Crucible Guard is is um played. I think Locke, if you ever play her now that Lucas exists, um will love this theme. Uh new Lucas as he currently sits loves this theme. Um I don't think you can pull Sylvestro away from the other theme force. But maybe
1: I, you just t- don't take infantry.
0: Yeah. So you don't get the the Merc unit plus uh, ranking officer stuff, but maybe that's fine.
1: You can still take so, double rail list and a bunch of jacks. Which is still good yeah. with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, and, and the, the meme list of double rail list, double train or double uh, double uh, Vulcan maybe is even better than it used to be now. Because well, can certainly better. <laughs> Yes, it's definitely better because you can fuel everything cheaper and, you know, you can probably fit that plus a Death Archon in there, which Death Archon plus Vulcan uh, sounds like an annoying thing to try and break. Um, And yeah, so theme force change is a big deal and we haven't really had a chance to see it playtested because it's not a playtest CID, but I think it'll be a, a really important thing going forward. So, models-wise, let's talk about the Liberator. Uh, I don't think the Liberator really changed, except for uh, that its arc node damage only triggers on a 1 instead of on a 1 or a 2.
1: Yeah, but uh, just because nothing changed about the Liber- Liberator doesn't mean you should forget about it. Uh, the Liberator is
0: insane. Yes, it is a very, very, very good Light Warjack.
1: It's almost not a Light Warjack. <laughs> I mean, it's a Crix Heavy, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, abs- it's better than a Crick's Heavy. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, so this is the, the 1317 Jack with, with a shield and also Ashen Veil oh, yeah. and it's an arc like... node that you can channel through while engaged and alchemical treated. And did I mention it has a shield? It has <laughs> a range weapon, right? Yeah, it's got a range 2 pal 13 chain weapon. what uh, has got
1: weapon too oh my
0: god yeah it's a, it's a it's called a thurible and if you look at the model it's like a like a it's really long flail. Right? Yeah. yeah it's a flail so this is a really really good warjack it's 10 points which is not the cheapest thing in the world but
1: um but its survivability is off the charts mm-hmm. and for its price and um this is the faction of
0: debuffs right. so
1: like death or pow 13 is not as big of an obstacle
0: no, I mean, no matter what, you're looking at pal, 15 because you've got a Dragon's Birth Rocket or a Suppressor, so that covers basically everything but an Archon. A lot of the casters have damage uh, increases. Um, y- yeah, there's just this this Warjack is freaking amazing. Yeah, Plop and, one of these in a zone and watch your opponent struggle to kill it.
1: And and it's already hard to kill with guns. If, if mm-hmm. there was some way to give it, I don't know, Force Aura? That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, oh boy, yeah. You imagine? We'll get to that. Yeah. I, I can totally imagine that now. Um, yeah. So that's the Liberator. It's ridiculous. We'll be coming back to it a few times. The Vindicator uh, got a higher mall pow, and its multi-chambered gun got powerful attack.
1: Well, it's an AoE power. It's an AoE powerful attack, which is cool. Yeah,
0: it's it's AoE four pow fourteen. So it's like it's like a cheaper but maybe not as cool version of Behemoth um Uh, I okay that's a comparison
1: you can make
0: (laughs) (laughs) behemoth's cool okay
1: no no it's just it's half a behemoth for
0: yeah you're right it's half a behemoth for three-fifths of the points yeah yeah um Um, there's a lot of contention around this model which I find to be fascinating because I think it's a perfectly reasonable looking warjack it's 15 points for this uh but
1: it's well. So in faction, what it's competing with is truly ridiculous.
0: Well, the, I guess so. The Toro, the Liberator, and the Railist, right?
1: Well, and I was just talking about yeah, exactly. I was just talking about like like if you wanted a like a range support jack, like why aren't you going for something with sprays? Why aren't you uh, just taking
0: like Railist? Like right? The, yeah. Like
1: it, it's hard to talk yourself into a single shot in this faction.
0: You're right. Even though like the, the increased damage output, the pow 18 reach weapon is, is really good. Don't get me wrong, but the Toro is two points cheaper and has that. Um, there's guns everywhere. And I'm not
1: saying that you, it needs to be better than any, than anything else. Like, right. Cause I don't, I don't want it to be better than a Toro. <laughs> oh my God. No,
0: that would be, I would call that a failure of the CID process. Yeah. Um, So I don't, I see a lot of people calling for reload one. I don't hate that with, uh, with two folk or with, you know, with the power up and the two focus allocations, you can powerful shot by and then powerful shot again. That's really, really strong. We've seen that kind of thing on the charger. It doesn't have to buy an attack for sure. But, you know, that kind of thing is really, really good. Um,
1: Uh, If it did that, it has to lose its mail, lose the power it gained. And probably lose all the special rules. Like, that's insane.
0: Yeah, maybe it just has to lose steam pressure, so it can't get plus four range if it aims at that point. It's gonna lose some so power. I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> like, yeah, the charger is relevant. It's only five points more than a charger, and it's like three power higher, and it's, an it's AOE. Six
0: point, it's six points more than a charger. Chargers are nine because chargers are dumb. But and that's my thing.
1: I don't want another charger.
0: That's fair. Um, maybe, uh, the other thing I've seen people talk about is like, what if the shop types were more broadly applicable? Like, decrepitation only works against Construct on Undeads. Maybe just give it the option to be a Weapon Master on its gun?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I would prefer something like, um, lose the AoE to gain more power, something like that.
0: Oh, sure, like the opposite of the, the thing that the the Krix Arc node has. Yeah, where like it focuses the
1: shot. Um, so, but the problem when asking, so changing numbers is really easy, um, mm-hmm. but changing, like coming up with new special rules costs design resources, which, right. would, which costs time, which, is, which could be allocated elsewhere, stuff like that. So exactly. it's, it, it's easy to say, oh, just come up with better special rules, but it's not, <laughs> it's not easy to actually accomplish that.
0: No, you're, you're absolutely correct. So I I'm curious to see what happens to this model. I don't have a strong opinion either way, I, but I think it
1: I think it could use some more attention.
0: Um, yeah, you're probably right. It's one of the things that definitely could out of this.
1: Once once Lucas gets double nerfed.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um which brings us to the suppressor and I'm flabbergasted by this model's changes to be honest. I don't understand what's happening here. It gains shooting gallery it and RV it's excellent. Yeah, it was already fantastic. Like yeah. thirteen points for what this model does with dual attack, the ability to debuff, two an open fist, and two, that's right. yeah, two open fists. Sorry, the excellent sprays. Um, and so, against shooting gallery, action defining sprays. <laughs> action defining sprays, yes. Uh, against shooting gallery, so everything within range five of it, you get plus two to hit on ranged attacks. Um, it also the pow on its spray went up by two. So now it's POW 14. It's got two POW 14 incendiary or, or um, yeah, incendiary sprays. And then two POW 14 open fists. And again, this is the faction of debuffs. So these are probably more like POW 16s or POW 18s. Well, and, and it
1: brings one of the
0: debuffs. And it brings one of the debuffs. You're correct. Yeah. So against the Warjack, these are all POW 16s, just like no questions asked. Um,
1: um, I don't know that I mind this model becoming better. Because it is so critical for how the faction works, like you're already paying the points for it, so (laughs) I'm happy to see it actually do something.
0: Mm, I don't. mm, Yeah, I'm not sure. I love both of those buffs. Like I I I agree. I think
1: shooting is really is really clever because it makes it better against um, the thing it charges without Mm. being incredibly good against like while it's a shooting platform. Um, yeah, I think it'd be cuter if it was like plus two to hit, plus two damage to things it's in melee with. But again, that's a special rule.
0: Yeah, I'm not convinced that the spray needed to go to pal fourteen. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that's kind of my my main thing is that this model already was ridiculously efficient, and sure. now it's even more so.
1: I mean, in a world of void archons, <laughs> like pep 14 sprays are kind of the norm i guess
0: well don't say th- that to my don't say that to my blight archon but
1: never speak you know. to me or my blight archon ever again
0: yeah <laughs> my blight archon resents that comment brett
1: um i think it I, so i think i think the problem is it's competing in a world that contains the void archon and so having a 13 point heavy be worse than an eight point solo
0: i guess so but this faction can't take the Void Archon, Brett. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Suppressor was already great. It's even better now. Um, This probably won't get changed, uh, which is probably fine. I don't... I, I can't
1: imagine the game falling apart because Suppressor got better. I mean, it's... No. It's, it's, it's like... Unlike <laughs> Lip Raider. it's for its points, it's not that hard to kill. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's fine, probably. It just annoys me, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, cru- actually, I think you should test it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't have any particular problems with it. It just irritates me slightly. So, meh, whatever. Uh, Crucible Guard Infantry got a point cheaper. Yay. They weren't really seeing the table, were they?
1: A uh, with Baldwin.
0: A little bit with Baldwin, sure. Yeah. Um, these guys That's- Are these guys Crucible in... They're materia? Not.
1: They're not. Okay. Um, yeah, Guard cards' imagery are fascinating because they are they only see play with one caster, which is a fucking weird place to be. hmm
0: Yeah, but they're pretty good there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: thought they're didn't their UA change a bunch? But I guess
0: we're not. There oh, yet. it's possible. I wasn't looking at the UA. Um. Yeah, it did. They lost support fire. And again, guns blazing, which so I'm pretty,
1: is I'm pretty sure it changed from having to aim in order to get the two shots to just getting the two shots.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh which is really, really strong. So, you know, once per game you just get double the shot output. It's pretty smart. It also
1: it also yeah, it just makes the unit way less fiddly.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um I don't mind that change. That's fine. And and honestly, still... Baldwin isn't tearing up the world, so I don't mind if he gets better. Yeah, and I still don't think you're necessarily going to play these models anywhere else anyway, so... So I guess that's kind of a negative
1: (laughs) negative mark then.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some weird off-the-wall sylvester list that likes these now, but... eh, I think it's the Snipe, right? Like, Snipe makes them so good.
1: Yeah, well, it was required before with their mini-feet.
0: Yeah, basically. it's kind of
1: hard to do without that. Yep. Um, but I don't I don't think you're gonna take him with Lucas.
0: Probably not, no. Probably not. Okay. Well uh stormtroopers. Oh boy. Nobody's they, happy with, with these. <laughs> um
1: did stormtroopers change?
0: Yeah, they got ranged attack and their and their uh cannon went from range ten to range twelve.
1: They got what attack?
0: A combined ranged attack.
1: Combined range on a five-man unit?
0: What? Yep. I don't know, man. Like, these models look like they should be good, but nobody plays them, and pretty much everybody I talk to whose opinion I respect says that they're not very good. Well, so, I don't know what's going on.
1: I mean, I killed a lot of casters with them in the first CID.
0: That's fair. Um, um,
1: but I believe they got nerfed before release.
0: That's possible. I don't recall, and we can't look, because that, that CID forum is gone. Yeah, and that so. would
1: require me to remember things, and time is a meaningless construct at this point.
0: Yep. So, at this point, they are a Range 12, PAL 14, AOE 3, Arcing Fire, High Explosive with Steam Pressure. That's really good. They are 16 points, but they also have Immunity, Corrosion, Fire, and Breather, and Carapace. So...
1: They're not boostable, though. and That's always a killer. They're not
0: boostable.
1: Oh, High they're Explosive with de- Combined Range Attack is probably worth play- testing.
0: Yeah, because that, that, you know, scales up that blast damage by the end of that is POW 15. Um,
1: Oh, with all five?
0: Yeah, with all five. But even if you just do two, it's POW 12. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one POW 12, one POW 13. That definitely starts to put the hurts onto some things. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's just a...
1: But the problem... (laughs) Well, now it's like, oh, I'd rather have a Vindicator.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, huh? Like, if you want one point cheaper, it's a warjack.
1: If I, if I want one big AoE or two big AoEs,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. So they're in a weird spot. Um, they are in a and, weird spot, and they've always been in a weird spot because if they're good, the Crucible Guard assassination is just ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I I think this is one of the other, like the, the Stormtroopers and the Assault Troopers, especially the Assault Troopers, I think are some of the things that really need some more love in this CID. And I'm not sure if they'll get it or not. Yeah.
1: We'll get to the Assault Troopers in a second, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Next up, though, is Rocketman, who got the annoying com- uh, defensive action order that was on the command attachment baseline. So they can always be deaf. What is it? 16? I don't remember. I think they're 14 base, yeah. Yeah, so sixteen. Um, this is also a buff to Bennett because now they can just come in with defensive action, which is a problem because we were already having to test her in Brawl Machine for the epic list. <sighs> wouldn't, wouldn't
1: be <laughs> wouldn't be a CID if we didn't have to ban the caster in it.
0: I mean we already have to ban one of them. <laughs> we don't have a choice there. That's dramatic, um, yeah. No, it's just automatic. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so that's really strong. They the command attachment picked up Aurora 2's feet. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's exactly what it is. Uh models in seen again game plus two attack and damage rolls against enemy models without flight. It's a really good it's a really, really good mini feat. I
1: here's the thing. Okay. Every time I've played against Rocket Men up until this point, they've been terrible (laughs) they like look at how hard to kill we are i'm like okay you you don't you don't do any damage (laughs) i don't why why am i upset
0: (laughs) right well but now they do maybe
1: yeah that's the thing i'm i'm not convinced they're broken yet i i think these changes are smart i think they're in the right direction and i'm excited to see how they go
0: yeah well and i mean also bennett doesn't she have the thing that gives them all pistolier yeah so they'd get plus two to attack and damage rolls, and an additional dice for damage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean that that can't be bad, right? I mean,
1: yeah, that's equivalent to what? Uh, you know, minus three armor, which most, which I think all Chris hard casters can do. That's true.
0: All right. Well, uh, I
1: I I'm not. This is not the part of the CID that's making me go wah.
0: No, for sure. I agree. Like, this yeah. seems really strong and it's probably fine. Just makes me sad because now we really, really have to test Bennett and Brawl Machine, and I didn't want to have to do that. <laughs> test. <laughs> well, you know. Anyhow, next up, we've got the, hold on, Raelis Interceptor, which got one change, but it's a big one. It's um, a huge one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it affects other models? It
0: does. Um, again the build up power rule which is currently on the Stormstrider and the Dongard Trident, right?
1: I'm pretty sure just those two.
0: Just those two. Okay. So what that what that does right now is it says when this model advances during its normal moon against D3 power tokens, the realist has build up power bracket 1. So when it advances it only gets one power. We don't know what this is doing to those other models. It could be doing the same thing. Like they could all be going to build up power one, or they could be getting build up power bracket D3. Um,
1: or bracket D6. They're not going nope. to they're they're get like a bracket it. D6. they not. <laughs> <they're> not.
0: Um, <laughs> please don't even, please don't go there. Um, the tribe fitting, has enough still... gunshots to make all of those D6. I don't know. They're no, still capped at three. <laughs> oh, they are still capped at three. You're right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but this is a really big deal because it also gives the Raelis an opportunity to boost, which it has never had access to. And I Oops. think is a good, you have to
1: have a crit freeze.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they don't yep. anymore. Thanks yep. Brett. Um, you know, so I think, I think this is probably a good change. I think private depress is really that realizing that without some sort of boosting mechanic, battle engines are not incredibly good mm-hmm. and is addressing that. So, that's nifty. Um, And this was already a great model, and it's now even better. So,
1: Yeah. um, I'm hoping that this means it... I mean, obviously it makes Sylvester better, but I'm hoping that means that other people want to take Realists. Because they're one of the defining
0: factors of Crucible Guard, and they were not seeing that much play. No, just just Sylvester, pretty much. So, uh, I agree. I think this will be really interesting to watch. I'm excited to see what happens with these... um, also, I'm Team Treads, if that matters to anybody. So, <laughs> there it is. I mean, they're better than Rails. Not wrong. <laughs> um, Alright, let's talk about Assault Troopers and be sad. Is it's that what so we're funny, because
1: Assault Troopers, like, th- this is exactly what Assault Troopers needed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they're completely <laughs> outclassed by the new thing. Yep. Uh, so, Assault Troopers got a power strength on their, or a, a strength buff So they're now strength seven, and that means their hammer hits a PS 14. Uh, And they also get a rule called backdraft, which basically means that if it hits an enemy model with an attack, it can attack it again. But it can only attack that model again, not anything else.
1: Yeah, so it's not going to clear out a bunch of them, sure.
0: No. Uh, And so now it's charging a POW 16 and then hitting with a POW 14. So this is like theoretically quite good against a heavy or like a battle engine or a colossal. Mm But... but there's still speed five.
1: So, so let's leave the fail experiments aside for a second. Cause that's obviously okay. the most important. Well, we haven't
0: before. even talked about them here, but yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's, it's really hard. It's so one thing that I missed in these kinds of changes is that a second attack means a lot. So crucible card players explain this to me, like with all the debuffs that they have, like, adding in that second attack is a huge deal, even if it's not on a charge. Most most factions, if you don't get the charge attack, it's like, I don't care about this attack. It's not really going to do anything. Not the case in Crucible Guard.
0: Right. So, yeah, it's a big deal. But the problem is they threaten 10 inches. Mm-hmm. And if you look at similar kinds of units, like let's look at Warmongers, they have Vengeance, and they have a mini feat that gives them plus two inches of charge range, right? Um Ravagers, have vengeance. Also, threat 11 natively and have a Pac-Man mini feed. Um, yeah, well, and that's, that's the problem
1: because they're so freaking hard to kill.
0: Yeah, they're 11-16, they've got Carapace, and they've got veil, So they're 13-16. Uh, they're going to have Force Aura potentially now because of the new Solo that we'll talk about in a sec. Um, so, you know, that's 15-18, that's which is... No, and against guns, it's fifteen. Sorry, against ones, it's fifteen twenty-two. So against 20. guns, they're not dying. The problem is, anything that wants to hit them in melee can do it, pretty much guaranteed. Mm-hmm.
1: And and there's not really any like like super resilient melee stuff in the faction to compete against. Like everything is about that hard to kill,
0: right? Yeah, and. I don't know. I I would argue that in a lot of cases, the failed experiments are harder.
1: Yeah, but they're but they're like the same order of magnitude.
0: Sure. No, for sure, I agree. Um, But this unit needs vengeance or something.
1: Vengeance is a classic.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. Here, following rules, I would take Um, battle driven would be interesting. Strength and armor and Pathfinder. Yeah. Oh, they don't important. have Pathfinder? They don't have Pathfinder, oh so God. that's part of the problem. Um, flame Burst would be interesting. They
1: don't already have that? Oh, no, they have
0: it. Sorry, they do. Never mind. I, I, knew, I was like, yeah, uh, that's why that'd be cool, because they've got it. Um, so, <laughs> Battle Driven would be cool. Vengeance would be cool. Um, sh- some sort of defensive rule that let them use their ridiculous armor, so they could actually, like, if this unit picked up Shield Guard, for example... Um, I, I think well, they instantly see play.
1: Yeah, they don't have shield guard because because the fucking liberator exists. You can't man, can't have that thing
0: be hard. You to mean kill the, with the guns. Vanguard? Oh, the liberator. I, it's I already hate, hard to kill with guns.
1: I hate the liberator. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> let, let, um, let's put my cards at the table here.
0: <laughs> Brett hates the liberator confirmed. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It needs something. And I don't know what that thing is.
1: It it needs something to differentiate between the failed them and the failed experiments.
0: Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, let's do them right now so we can like highlight the two the two things. Failed experiments are a, a new unit. They're speed star, strength star, mat star, they're at two, they're f thirteen, they're arm fifteen, they're command six. They're medium, uh medium infantry, they've got five boxes each. They cost eight or fourteen, and they're F-A-2. They have tough, they have Berserk for some reason um it was zerk yeah I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah um they have hyper regeneration they have impervious flesh and which is awesome and they've got two hand weapons to range one ps6 or pow six sorry um now they have another rule called chemical imbalance which says during your maintenance phase pick six seven or like you get six seven and eight put those where you want for speed strength or mat so they can be speed ridiculously fast strength really high mat mediocre if you need to like alpha a warjack, uh they can be speed garbage mat eight strength seven if you really need to hit like
1: infantry like if you're infantry
0: uh, for berserking yeah and they can be like Speed six, mat seven, strength eight. If you need to break something that's heavy,
1: yeah. One thing I did not think about with this unit is that they actually use a huge variety of those numbers. Like, mm-hmm. turn one, you want the speed eight, uh, yep. turn two, you often need medium speed and then the mat. Um, turn like it's just you, like,
0: you actually use a ton of different combinations, which I was yeah, not, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the problem is they can hit as hard as uh assault troopers, they cost one point more, they out threat them by a mile. They have berserk, they also have two initials by a, by a mile,
1: five, eight, ten, ten versus twelve. Yeah, that's an important difference.
0: A, yeah, I mean, yeah, they also have tough, tough um, and hyper regen, tough, hyper regen, and impervious flesh. So, like. Yes, the Assault Troopers are one armor higher, and yes, they have Carapace, but the Impervious Flesh is actually better than Carapace a lot of the time. Uh, or at least... It's well, like, no, it's not better. It's it's mathematically <laughs> slightly worse. But it doesn't really matter because it's close enough, I think.
1: The, so the problem is that uh, because they threat further, because they can run incredibly far in turn one, uh, the comparisons between them and... Assault troopers are extremely obvious, and ext- they're extremely close, and that makes it so like they just feel like they're the same unit. And so you just take the one that's better, which is
0: which is this one. At least which, I think so.
1: I mean, that's what the
0: initial <laughs> that's what the initial. Yeah. I just I just always have to choose like if I have a unit that can be way more flexible and then also fill the same role approximately as good, I'm always going to reach for that. If it's not like a huge point differential, which it's not,
1: they yeah, they are more expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. By a point, a point. Yeah. I so
1: I did not realize that they were um, medium base. Yeah. So when I first read them, I'm like, "Holy crap! You get ten of these guys?"
0: Oh man, <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, I'm glad that that is not the case. Yeah. Anyway, uh these are really good models. I don't expect them to change much. They might go uh, like up a point.
1: Yeah, there's nothing about them in a vacuum that needs to change.
0: The I don't like how it... much bookkeeping they introduce, but uh, eh. uh, I actually disagree. Yeah. Okay. Be-
1: because you basically like declare what
0: mode they're in. Sure. And that makes it actually really easy to track. That's true. I just and think it's going to be like, if you, for some reason you take two units of these, which I don't think you will, um, and you're in, in the middle of things, so and I think, you have oh, to take free strikes, and you're like, well, what mat is this one? What what pow is that one? You know what?
1: You, you, that's actually something that they should add, is that when it's not your turn, they should
0: be mat six, strength six. Oh. That's a good call, actually. I like that. Hmm. Because I, yeah, yeah, something because like right, that, right?
1: Because free strikes will be a mess with them.
0: Yeah, especially if you have two units and they're and they're in different modes. Yeah, like that's a problem. Okay. Useful feedback, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else uh, type that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Um, all right. I'm going to talk about the Stinger and the Operatives and then the Mentalist because we're going to kind of go new releases and then Lucas. Um, so the Rockman Stinger is a Rockman Solo, uh, Speed 7, Def 16, base because it doesn't get to do the, the thing where it moves. Uh, it gets the order. It's got a high flyer like everything else, Repo 5, Sidestep. It has a Range 1 Alchemical Injector, which is PS6 and just sort of does something. It either blinds whatever it hits, paralyzes whatever it hits, or, if it boxes a living or undead enemy model, center a 4-inch AOE on the box model remove it from play, and everything inside it takes a pal 14 magical blast damage. It also has the... basically... It has
1: uh, the point damage thing, right?
0: Yeah, it's got a sniper, but on melee attacks. Well,
1: it's... is it anything, or is it only living?
0: No, it's a model hit, so it's not oh, anatomical. Oh, it's not needle? Oh my god. No, it's not needle. It's, it's just anything.
1: Okay. So... um. It also has sidestep and parry right yep <laughs> so like i've seen some people complaining about this model i'm not sure they understand what's happening here
0: <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of talk on discord and facebook and the CID forums about like basically if you get got by this model you're a bad player and you deserve to lose i don't know if that's true mid late game it can be very hard to avoid it's this a thing
1: Four point model so so what this reminds me the most of is um, iona's um bloodweaver champion oh, blood sure uh, where it's a 4 point model where it can just win the game by itself mm-hmm. like, it just it goes up to your battle engine and blinds it it goes up to your you know def 15 heavy s- walks into its back arc and pokes it and now it's def 5 like yeah and can't charge Oh yeah, and can't card, so it has to turn around and maybe fail to kill this model. Like, it's a, the amount of investment you put into this model versus the 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 possible upside is
0: truly staggering. Yeah, and it this is reminds hot. me a it's l- not little bit. To
1: kill.
0: No, def sixteen with dodge. Oh no, it doesn't have dodge. Thank heavens. Def <laughs> sixteen uh, is you know not trivial oh. to hit. Yeah, it's Immune to Blast. Um and you know, like Matt Six things are gonna really struggle into this, and believe it or not, there are a lot of Matt thing Matt Six yep. things in the game that this and is Matt great six against.
1: Boosted is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, Matt Six boosted is not great against this. Uh, misses um misses slightly yeah. more than half the time. Like
1: uh, like obviously if you're Signar and you're playing fifteen electro leaps, so you're not this isn't zero threat to you, but like, what if you're playing horror? It's like this. This thing is just the end of like the end of the game. Like right, I brought like, my purple stalker.
0: <laughs> well, that was a mistake. Um, well, I, I not salty. Brought my angel- uh, <laughs> sure, brought my angel- Brought my brought Zuriel. Like man, the thought brought, of this my makes me so. Light sad. archon, right? Like light archons are not living, and therefore wait, they cannot you can be paralyzed. Uh, they're they've got divinity, whatever it's called, cannot okay. be blinded.
1: Damn it. Okay. Bad example.
0: Yeah. Um, But, you know, there's lots of high-value things in the game where this can just accidentally win whoever's playing at the game. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, Shifting Sand Stance Monkey Boy. (laughs) Doesn't it?
1: (laughs) Sorry, say that name again.
0: (laughs) The Shifting Sand Stance Monkey Boy. Guys, I broke Brett.
1: <laughs> uh, well, at least it's four points. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 in a similar power level, I believe, as well.
0: Um, it just has
1: a very very
0: different role. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really interested to see what happens to this model. The amount of like. Downplaying, I'm, it's getting I'm not I'm not happy
1: either. to see more paralysis get into the game.
0: <laughs> right, unless it also comes in the dynamic update that paralysis is now a sh- shakable effect. In which case, can my clocker trees have it back, please? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think that'd be necessary.
0: Yeah, probably not. That's fair. But you know, uh, yeah, I don't like that more anti living stuff is being just like thrown into the mix. Um, and then on top of that, it's just got a very very good blind option and. Oops, I just blew up. Like, I, I charge into your unit of things. I do the Volatile Expansion. Everything inside that AoE takes a POW 14 damage roll. And then I sidestep and do it again. POW 14? Yeah, POW 14 magical blast damage. AOE 4.
1: That was like the Bloodweaver Not the Bloodweaver one. Yeah, the Bloodweaver one's the AOE. Where <laughs> it's like POW 7.
0: Nope, it's POW 14.
1: This this model is pushed. <laughs> Um. So, and I, and I think it's important to realize that, like, it has flight, right? You can just take behind a building. Like, it is not as easy to deal with as as it is in a vac, as it seems in a vacuum, because you have lots of other important things to deal with. <laughs> like, you have to put caster level attacks into this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, yeah, I think it's just going to be really, really, really strong. Especially with Lucas, because, boy, does telekinesis turn this thing on. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, has 15 to start range, though. Yep. Spoilers, Lucas has telekinesis. We'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is an underappreciated model right now, I think, and I'm moderately concerned that it's going to come out in the state that it's in right now, and I would prefer that it did not necessarily do that.
1: I think the game will survive, but...
0: You're, yeah, absolutely like this isn't oh. me going this isn't me going week one here needs to be completely dragged down oh yeah
1: no nothing in the CID is week one falseer, thank god
0: yeah so that's the rocket man stinger uh the containment operatives are like another combat alchemist unit basically um they they <laughs> can't be chosen as requisition options because combat alchemists can be requisition options yep. um and they have different bombs than combat yeah. alchemists because they're also range 14. Yeah, they,
1: they don't have, they don't throw their grenades. They, uh, they have great rocket launchers. Launch
0: them. Yeah. So they've got their range 14, AOE, AOE 3, rate of fire 1. They've got acid bomb, which is a POW 12 um, corrosion damage that also gives out corrosion, which is quite strong. Um, they've got a thing that does not do damage but instead removes d3 damage from each friendly faction construct model hit by it which is actually really cool i like that rule a lot on a ton of
1: healing now for warjacks yep. and stuff and yeah they're never in danger because they can use it from 14 inches away
0: yeah it's pretty cool uh i like it quite a bit i'm excited to put this gun into fallen corvus <laughs> you're just
1: excited about man of the machine i'm very excited about man and the machine.
0: <laughs> you know what's going to be even better though brett the loot card that gives you man in the machine, regardless of what your faction is. Oh my God, you're not gonna do that, are you? It's a late game loot card, but yes oh, I am. Jesus. Of course I am. I want to play an exemplar in a dervish. Thank you very much. <laughs> God, that actually sounds cool. It does sound cool and you know it. Um and the last thing that this thing can do is it, it becomes AOE nothing pow 12, but anything hit by it is pushed three inches in a direct, uh, in a deviation template, um, which there's, there's no universe where that's okay. I don't know how to evaluate this cause it could randomly break the game, but it could also randomly like save the model you're attacking, right? Like, oops, I pushed it out of the range of the charge that it was going to take from my Toro.
1: Okay. No, it's not in threat. <laughs> like the, the, we just got rid of a funnel. <laughs> Why is it back?
0: Well, it's a push. Sure. So that's that's better, theoretically. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't love this rule. But again, it's not going to break the game. Well, actually, this might uh, break the game. Yeah, this one might break. The game.
1: Why isn't it once per turn? <laughs> Why?
0: That's a good point. Uh, it would not. Ni- it would be nice to see like. A model can only be affected by weaponized psychotropic once per turn. On there, that would be that would be pretty good actually. Yeah. Um, but this is an eight point unit, so that's not nothing. Like eight points get you virtue posts, which is you know quite a offensive monster. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can make. Frustrating
1: about these is that they're never going to be in danger. <laughs>
0: Range fourteen archer. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. So I don't really know how to evaluate them yet. I would like to see some people play them. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at.
1: And don't overlook them just because they're not going to, like, solo a heavy.
0: Yeah. Because what they might do is make the heavy that you thought was not a problem solo your heavy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, they They extend threat ranges. They, like, God help you if you... Leave a liberator on two boxes and then it heals like
0: 63. Yep. Uh as long as it's you know got a cortex intact it will then break you in half. Yeah. Or you just so, give a, you just uh load it up with the Prospero. Oh, sure. Because it's basically busted already at that point, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> what are you, yeah, what do you what do you lose it at this point?
0: Fair enough. All right, let's talk about the mentalist and why this model can't exist, please. It's, it's, um,
1: obviously, can exist, and you can take it, two of them for free. That's sure. fair. All
0: right, so this is the Sentimentalist. This is a transfer solo. Speed six, strength seven, mat seven, rat three, death 15, arm 11, fa two, so, point cost four. Yeah, you, base.
1: you walked over the mat seven. That's actually extremely relevant.
0: Yeah, mat seven is a big deal on this particular model. As a transfer solo, you can take two of these in magnum opus for free, and you can also mix and match it with the other transfer, uh, which oh, means. <laughs> well if if this makes it through then you could take it and the other transfer solo and brawl machine and it would be the first time that the two-for-one thing actually works um so it has flight for reasons it has battle wizard it has girded it's got a pow 14 range to knock down weapon uh Matt 7 remember and then it's got a magic ability seven. I'll go in order of the ones I think are. Oh, it's also got steady. Uh, for steady some and girded, and it's high steady defense. and girded. Okay. High defense, def fifteen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have to hit this thing directly. It's got all right. What are the ones that I think are the least important? Psychic assault is a spray eight pow twelve that ignores line of sight.
1: <laughs> Just think about it. This is the cephalic sp- spray. The
0: yeah. No, absolutely. It is one of the absolute best offensive magic abilities in the game, and I think it's the least impactful spell on its card. So, buckle up, everybody. Uh, the <laughs> next, the next least important one is psychokinetic shield, which says while within three inches of this model, enemy models suffer minus two ma- ra- and rat and cannot run, charge, or make slam or trample power attacks. I would have been happy with like any one of those things honestly like why is it all of them <laughs>
1: can't answer this question I, like i didn't even read the rule you're talking about now i don't even remember it
0: <laughs> yep it's there so you know you charge in you knock down something while well, you kill something with your knockdown sword um and then you battle wizard this thing up and then you you know run a unit of uh, the failed experiments in front of it, or maybe just like park like a Toro or a suppressor in front of it, and suddenly your Toro is now Death 13. Your opponent's stuff around you can't charge or run or slam or make trample attacks. Like, this is not okay. And this is not even the most bananas thing about it because it also has Force Aura, which is the Krea spell that I was hoping would never leave Scorn.
1: Especially with all the things that are already incredibly hard to kill with guns.
0: Yep. Uh, so, this is while within three inches of the spellcaster, friendly faction models gain plus two death and arm against ranged attacks. Uh, so, yeah. Um, this model is bananas. And I would like to see it toned down pretty significantly. Not and I don't. At least. <laughs> Not least. What?
1: It should not be two of them for free.
0: Yeah, like that would be a good start. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this model. I think it is a bit of a hot takes, but just looking at it, I cannot believe that this is four points. I can't believe you take two of them for free. Like I think most factions would like gladly play six for this.
1: I mean, there is a faction who does pay six for
0: this. Yeah, faction play. No, seven. The Kree is seven. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's free in Disciples of Agony. But you know the other themes do take it, and it's that's just for the 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 Force Aura and the occasional random Paralyze gun. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I think this is one of the maybe two and a half problematic models in the CID that I would that would I like to see significant changes to. Yeah. That basically sum it up, Brett.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to say about
0: this. All right, fair enough. Okay, let's go to the model that we have been delaying talking about this whole time. It's Lucas. That
1: affects the whole conversation.
0: It does. (laughs) Um, So his entire juice to uh, his entire like juicing mechanic got changed. Now he has a star action that lets him take any amount of his juice tokens off. He doesn't take damage from Juicer while he's got two or less tokens as long as he's within range of little Alice. I love that it's actually little Alice. Um, <laughs> That's her
1: name.
0: <laughs> yeah. He can always take Alice with him, no matter what. He's got a regulars. And uh Juicer now reads during your maintenance phase, you can place one juice token on this model. This model gains plus one focus for each juice token on it. At the end of each of this model's activations, roll a d6. And if the result is equal to or less than the number of juice tokens on this model, this model suffers one damage point for each ju- juice token on it and you can't spend damage or you can't spend focus to reduce this damage
1: so this makes so it's kind of the same mechanic as balder right balder 2 where he's like dying over time and getting stronger or kind of like fiora where she's like building up and getting more focus but it actually plays out super differently because it actually because you're like oh, i've got two tokens on me i'll literally can't take damage uh, oh i got three tokens i might take damage it's like once the four hits you though <laughs> you're in big trouble
0: <laughs> yep for sure so but it, the...
1: it really feels like you're pushing it and pushing it and then suddenly it's like oh i'm in, i'm in a lot of danger
0: <laughs> yep which like i don't have any problems with the change to his juice mechanic uh, no, I'm a he's effectively fan. i'm a huge fan. yeah of juice same um and his feet also changed quite a bit but uh yeah like i think his juicer mechanic is now really really functional i think it's really cool i think it's super duper like thematic and fits the idea of like that addict who's like can i push it can i push it can i push it and and
1: i also like that little alice is enabling it and like if she dies you're in big trouble yep
0: yeah you got to keep her super safe um his feet now reads he immediately gains a juice token at one focus point i don't think that's different also, Warjack's in his control range automatically gain a focus point. um Correct me if I'm wrong, but this stacks with the theme. benefit, no, it doesn't. Method, doesn't. It does not. Right, it gains. You have to allocate in order to get. Oh the yeah, you're benefit. right. Okay, cool. Well, that's that's good. Additionally, Lucas also gets Range Amplifier, which gives all of his spells plus five range as long as he's casting them himself as the point of origin. Well, I uh, how good
1: liberators are. I don't know. If that's relevant.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe you've only got one... Never mind, you're bringing, like, five of them. Um, What's wrong with you? Yeah, so uh, all of this would just be perfectly fine and awesome changes, except for he also, without losing any spells, gained... Uh, He lost Mirage. He he lost Mirage. (laughs) Whatever. Um, (laughs) He now has Synergy. Why does he have... I don't know why he has Synergy. This spell makes no sense from a fluff perspective, and it also makes the Liberators that you hate so much insane. Yeah,
1: well, that's not even the thing that pisses me off the most about it. What pisses me off the most is that why would I ever play Locke?
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, yes, you're right. Why would you ever play Locke now in Crucible Guard? Um, I don't know. And then, so, like, to put this in context, Synergy is one of the absolute best spells in the game. It is a caster-defining spell to add to Lucas's list of caster-defining spells, which already included Burning Ash, Disintegration, Force Hammer, and Iron Flesh, all of which are caster-defining spells. Iron um, Flesh, wow. Well, maybe not Iron Flesh. Sure. Uh, uh, no, did he keep Iron Flesh? Yeah, yeah, he still got it.
1: Yeah, that's not caster-defining, but I mean, it's still like the fact that Synergy isn't isn't the best card in his spells. Arguably, not even the second best. Like, yeah. what
0: the fuck? So. In addition to all of that, he also now has telekinesis, which is actually the best spell in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And
1: I I don't know, maybe maybe it's too much reading into his fluff, but I have no idea where the hell synergy and TK came from in his in his powers.
0: I I don't either. I agree. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, The other. So like. If this was just Crucible Guard, I doubt this is okay, but it might be. Lucas is also the Hearts of Darkness Infernal Caster.
1: And you know you know who uh who is an infernalist and loves TK? Fucking who Crows
0: Cutthroats. Crow's cutthroats do in fact love TK. Um so yeah, I'm not sure. I love his juice mechanic. I think it's great. I, think I it's a huge don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, want that to change. Yeah. I would really like to see alternatives to TK and alternatives to Synergy on his card.
1: Um, I, I, so the ones that I I would push for are ones that are more of the sacrifice in order to get something like push to the limit spells. I want red line so he can do that to Warjax. I want last stand so that he can do it too. I was uh, just
0: going to say last stand is, is, the, is the spell that immediately sprang to my mind. Um, last Stand with Prosper is also really funny because you can give them the three focus, you give them Last Stand they're gonna die,
1: <laughs> alright? I don't care.
0: Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, and it would even l- it would let you play really cute things like suddenly, Lucas maybe wants um, steelheads. yeah, Steelheads yeah, he just wants to bring Steelheads and the attachment and just be like, here, have Last Stand. Goodbye! Also, I brought Nick, so three of you are coming back.
1: Well, and they have CMA too, so they're actually perfect for Last Stand.
0: Correct, because only the one making the CMA explodes. um Yeah, so I think that'd be really great. I like if he's got to keep some kind of controlling type spell. Give him befuddle. That makes like, makes way more sense from a drugs perspective. Like, oh gosh, yeah, was, why does he sucks. get befuddle? What the hell? Yeah, like that makes way more sense to me. And I'm so I'm double leery of TK for like three reasons. Number one, it's the best spell in the game, and he wasn't designed with it, and neither was his faction, right? Um. Number two, I think that Infernal's having access to it is something that probably doesn't need to happen either. And then number three, we have to ban him in Brawl Machine now.
1: (laughs) makes me so bad.
0: I know, because he'd be so cool. Like, give him Redline, give him um, Last Stand, keep his juice mechanic exactly as it is. I think he's a fantastic Brawl Machine caster. But... TK's banned, and so that means we just have to take him off. And I hate doing that. I hate it.
1: (laughs) And it's happened to every CID, except for trolls. I forgot about trolls.
0: It's true. Uh, Although, like, that might accidentally get as a Zello band, so who knows? Um, (laughs) Yeah, so he looks super fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I would play the crap out of this caster. Like, this has every single thing I would want in a caster, pretty much. Um he's even we... not crappy in melee. He's got a range two POW thirteen uh with exothermic reaction on it, and he's mat seven.
1: He gets like he get up to like nine focus, right?
0: Or or more. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I I really love parts of this design and I think he'd be really fun to play, but TK and synergy don't make any sense to me, and I don't like them on him.
1: I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, also, to be clear, this won't break the game. Like, this uh, is not us... It, it's maybe no. the thing that has the most potential to break the game. I'm,
1: I, I am not happy about that in that in uh, uh, that Heart of Darkness list.
0: That's fair. Okay, like, it, maybe it, it'll break the game. I don't know. Like,
1: So, seriously, I want... Someone should try... You take a unit of crows, you take uh regna, you take a suppressor, and then you fill out the rest of your points with liberators. And it's like... What do you do to that army? It's uh, 1723 against guns. <laughs> They're all POW 20 to 22, depending on... What... Are you
0: taking two mentalists in this as well, I'm yeah. assuming?
1: Yes. Like, what, what the fuck do you do against that? And, like, these 10-point lights, which are unkillable, can go kill a heavy?
0: With, yeah, with relative ease. They'll be POW 13 base, POW 15 because Lucas disintegrates whatever it is Pow 17 if it's a um a what's the word i'm looking for something or uh living or living because dragon's breath rocket so yeah it's pow 17s and then synergy on top of it so it caps out at like pow 20 ish
1: and a hermit of course
0: and then the hermit yeah you've got the points for it so yeah it's pretty pretty nuts
1: and you got plenty of focus because you can because you're keeping them in little mentalist bubbles, so you just run the Regna's summoned um horror between the two and now they're all full.
0: Well, also, yeah, between that and feet, yep. Cause your feet just hands out a focus to everything in his battle group already anyway, too. Yeah. Like
1: so. I I he like he might be fine in Crucible Guard. Like that hard darkness list though is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So I'll be I'll be really curious to see what happens to assault Troopers. What happens to stormtroopers? What happens to the mentalists? And what happens to Lucas? And most of the rest of this, I think we can probably pretty happily ship off. Um,
1: um yeah. I would I would love a Vindicator to get a lot of changes, but like I don't know if that's high priority.
0: Yeah. Same yeah, I guess that's fair. The Vindicator is also on the list of things that I would like to get reworked a bit. Um, but yeah, it's not like a huge priority compared to everything else. And uh I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's certainly. Yeah. Been I think a when, 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 like we're, we're
1: frustrated right now, but um, I think Hungerford's plan is always to start strong and then bring down to the reality. Yes. Um, so that people are excited, so that people are you know willing to test and talk and get, and you know give feedback. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, they have they have definitely successfully gotten my goat <laughs> like they did with Falsir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes although i will say this is nothing like week one Falsir.
1: no no this is no, no, no sorry yeah the only reason this is like Falsir is that it's powerful Falsir was the end of all things she was unbeatable yep.
0: pretty much pretty much all right well I think that's going to bring us to a nice end to the episode here. So I want to take a moment and thank everybody who supports us on Patreon. You guys are fantastic and we love you.
1: And I'd like to point out we're entering our fourth year of episodes of line of sight. And like, I just like look at all the stuff that your Patreon dollars have bought. Like not just True. all these episodes, not just the fact that we get to do what we love, but like, Look, I hope everyone's enjoying brawl machine. I hope everyone's enjoying war table. I hope everyone's enjoying war machine university. I hope everyone's enjoying fallen corpus. It takes me forever to talk about all the things we're doing.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and uh, deploy machine added to that list soon. Um. Hopefully.
1: And um, all the people we've brought onto the website. Um. Mm-hmm. Hope it, like let us know if you want more, different like any like this. The, this is what we're trying to do, and hopefully we've earned your Patreon tips.
0: <laughs> yep. So it's just a tip jar. Uh, you can find it at patreoncom slash machine. There's nothing locked behind it, but we appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you guys' support. It is absolutely tremendous, and it, it has changed uh, the way I'm able to engage with the game, and the way Chandler is able to engage with the game. Because uh, without it, uh, it's hard to justify this to our to our spouses and children. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you and so much. We I wouldn't you. be
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be doing work. I would just be yelling at people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: True um so yeah that's uh i think i mentioned already but patreon.com slash los war machine you can go find us there uh we appreciate all you guys' support you're you're fantastic and we love you uh thank you for three full years of podcast episodes at this point and uh here's to another full year coming up uh all head full right um we also have two fantastic sponsors you can find uh broken egg games has a web store that you can go to and use the code los5code at checkout I'll get you 5% off. Uh, and you can also go to figurepainters.com. Tyson has some of the most incredible resin bases and uh, nifty tools and things that you might want, as well as some really, really, really good tutorials there on figurepainters.com. Go check them out.
1: And also, if Rocket Men become good, I'm just saying the <laughs> smoke are oh, there.
0: <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Those things are ex- <laughs> should never be played without. Smoke trails. They're so much better looking than the flight stands. It's
1: well, and it's they're so skirt. good looking that they they inspired them for Bennett, looked like.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, so go check Tyson stuff out. He's, he's a mad genius, and we love and miss him. Uh, you can contact any of us via email. Uh, we've got the loswarmahords at gmail.com email account. You can send all of your questions or ideas to. love to hear from you guys. You can also uh, find our Facebook page, which is Line of Sight. It's just a podcast page. It's uh, it's on Facebook if you go looking for it. You can find all of our updates there. Um, I posted a little mini poll because I've been painting a lot of non-War Machine stuff. And people are like, yeah, show us your paint jobs. And so I will start posting my paint jobs again because I haven't been for a while. Um, But you can also see all the articles. What what are you
1: painting these days? Marvel mostly?
0: Marvel Crisis Protocol. And uh, I've been painting a little bit of War Machine, but it takes takes a little bit of of, of doing to do um, the Empyrean scheme, and I'm mostly painting my Retribution right now. So, yeah, so mostly Marvel Crisis Protocol, a little bit of Star Wars Legions for my friend, and I just got literally given a a 40K Chaos Knight's army and told, you're playing this at some point in the next year with us. Deal with it. So, I... I, I
1: mean, yeah, I'll, I'll play it for free. Yeah, Is that true? Much. No, that's not true. <laughs> but I'm a hater. Don't listen to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna I, I picked Chaos Knights because the Stompy Stompies look really, really cool. And here's my brilliant plan, okay? You know how there's those like forty K uh knights with all of the freehanding all over the shoulders and stuff? That's what you want to do? Yeah, but I'm gonna use War Machine Art.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Infernal stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick Infernal symbology all over them. Just you know, stick it to the man that way. Yeah.
1: Well, it'll st- it'll still look very chaos.
0: Yeah, it absolutely will. So um, that'll be cool. Um, and also yeah. you you should take it to you should go try and find a narrative event. Um, my friend
1: knows <laughs> those, and I
0: hear they're incredible. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll look into it. Um, you can also join us on Discord. the The Discord is linked in our show notes. We've got a rapidly growing community there. I'm actually. Every couple days, I check the stats, and I'm always surprised by how many people are hopping in. And so many new players. Our, men- our mentoring channel is bursting with uh, new players these days, which is awesome. So if you're if you're new to the game, you know somebody who's new to the game, please uh, send them our way. And if they, when they introduce themselves in the Discord, ask, uh, have them asked to be added to the mentoring channel. And we'll get them hooked up with a bunch of people who are there to help them. So mm-hmm. good times. Also, um,
1: find games online, especially a Brawl Machine. Mm -hmm. Um, which is another great way to get new players into the game. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, You can uh, message any of the three of us on Facebook or Discord. Uh, You can find us, well, you can find Chandler on Twitter uh, at (laughs) LOS underscore Chandler. I mean, I check mine every three or four weeks, so sure, LOS underscore Jaden. Brett, is there actually a point in putting yours up there? No. Okay, cool. We're just gonna stop <laughs> doing that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's everything. I'm going off memory, so I maybe I missed something, but I'm pretty sure that's all of it. Uh, so check it out check out
1: all the new shows on Line of Sight.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a million of of contributor casts that we should have listed at the beginning of the cast, but we'll do a better job of doing next week because we'll all be here and it'll be normal mm-hmm. again. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go yeah. to sleep. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.